Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Episode 34 of Believe in Betting LA. We get back to the basics. LA football, and that's the LA Wildcats making their debut in the XFL on Saturday afternoon. We're going to talk about that game and how to bet the XFL. We're going to talk about how we did in the Super Bowl. I'm your host, Sam Maxwell. You can find me on Twitter as at, at smaxwell713. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Lewert. You can find him on Twitter at Rock. Episode 34, Chris, can you believe we made it through football season? We are. We did it. Um, we're hanging on. I still own a car, still own a house. So that's good. Uh, not on, on the street. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to, uh, to taking a big, deep breath. And uh, forgetting this is everybody says this is the worst time of year for sports, um, which it is. Well, this this is not the worst time. Summer is the worst time. Summer is the yeah. Well, the day, the day after the MLB All Star Game, that's not yeah, the worst time. Not the worst. <laughs> well, I think some it's people a, think the ESPY is the day after the All Star Game. Obviously. Yeah. But what I like what I like about this is uh, March Madness always sneaks up on me because I am not a diehard college hoops guy. So uh, I just all of a sudden are like, oh, God, conference tournaments are going on. March Madness is starting. And that's it's like a it's like a little mini Christmas. So um, we're in the we're in a bit of a doldrums now, but we'll get over it. Sure. All right. Awesome. Some administrative stuff. I keep forgetting to say this because we have just so much fun things to talk about. Now we're getting back to having not as much fun or not as many things, let's say, to talk about. Not every week is going to be the Super Bowl. Uh, this is, of course, Believe in Betting LA on the Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-B.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Again, you can find Chris and I both at Lou Mandingo Rock. That's for him. S. Maxwell 713 on Twitter for me. Stag Capital is at Stag Cap. And you can find this podcast and all the other great Believe Podcasts wherever you choose to get your podcast from. That includes iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeart, and more. If you give us a five-star rating and subscribe, it would do this podcast a great deal of good. How did we do in the Super Bowl? Well, both of us, Chris, were victorious. I went 6-4. and four. You went 6-3, and three, so that's a 12-7 and seven record for Believe in Battling LA, a profitable Super Bowl, even though despite we both thought the Niners would win, it looked very good so far. You know, my biggest bets were Niners plus a half a point in the first quarter. It was excruciatingly close to hitting. Yes. They obviously had multiple chances. They could have stopped the Chiefs multiple times that final drive. Uh, and, of course, I also took Chiefs over nine points in the second quarter, which also did not hit. Just a couple things. You know, it, it's funny. One or two plays can actually make all the difference in the world when it comes to gambling because it's so segmented. So when it comes to first quarter, second quarter bets, uh, it really was that one play. If, if Damian Williams doesn't sneak into the end zone there and they stop him, the first quarter expires. I win that bet. I very likely win the second quarter bet. It's, it's crazy how that works. Uh, but despite being wrong about the outcome of the game, we both had profitable Super Bowls. And I'm going to go ahead and take a victory lap on that Debo Samuel plus 15-and-a-half <laughs> rush yards, which hit on the very first rush he had of the game, the fourth offensive play of the game for the 49ers. He went, I think, about 25 yards. He absolutely smokes that. So credit to me for identifying that prop. And, and that was a fun one as well. Uh, Debo Samuel had multiple attempts there. I had also got it right on the national anthem. Uh, I regret doing it because it sucked. <laughs> Having <laughs> were you, were you on the edge of your seat? Was it murder? <laughs> just like, you know, look, I like doing unders because overs are very public bets. But the national anthem under was not fun at all to watch. And just be like, <laughs> hurry, 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 hurry. 
not not very much fun. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna remember that for next year. I'm glad it hits. It, it, it's something about you know she just didn't add any flair. So when it's the opera singers, those tend to really extend the notes. Uh, Demi Lovato did not extend anything until the very very end, and it wasn't even something you had to sweat out. Uh, it was something that was over very very quickly. So, uh, and if if anybody wants to, this is uh, for the LA listening audience because of my Chicago cohort will know this but you want to see what a national anthem should be go on youtube and put in wayne mesper nhl all-star hockey game i think it's like 1991 or something like that in chicago and it is ridiculous i mean you can barely you can barely hear him it's so loud and he he brings it now that's a national anthem also if you want to date yourself you can bring up a national anthem from almost 30 years ago you can show everybody how old you are (laughs) (laughs) well i don't remember it it's just it's it's what a national anthem it's crazy that that's 30 years ago though that's that's nuts that is pretty crazy Another NFL season in the books. Congratulations to Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs on winning Super Bowl LIV. The Chiefs certainly look like they're on the precipice of a dynasty. We will see exactly uh, what they do next season. They have some difficult decisions this offseason to make. And the Niners, I think we will see them back. Uh, That's an outstanding team. And and they were very close to getting it done. I am tired. I just want to throw this out there. It's not Kyle Shanahan's fault at all. This team had multiple chances to put the game away. They gave up three straight touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's the defense's fault. Jimmy G, as we talked about before we went on the air, missed that open throw to Emmanuel Sanders uh, on the post, which would have scored probably the game-winning touchdown. So, yes, Kyle Shanahan made some errors down the stretch there, but I don't think they'd come anywhere close to getting to that point without him. This was not the Super Bowl collapse against the Patriots, in which I think there was a fair amount of blame to go around for Coach Shanahan. So I think we'll see both these teams back in the Super Bowl Probably in the next three to four years, we could even see a rematch. I was going to say, yeah, were you going rematch right now? That, that would be bold. It's difficult to say rematch next year, but I do think we'll see. Uh, obviously, it's not, it's not a stretch to say we'll see the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl, given their young nucleus. And I really am impressed uh, with this Niners organization. I think we'll see them certainly take flight as well. Okay, we're moving on from one football season to another The XFL is back after a 19-year hiatus. (laughs) Los Angeles is back with multiple football teams, and the XFL hopes to pick up where the AAF left off. The AAF actually uh, was enjoyable. I enjoyed watching that last year on CBS, and the viewership, at least the first couple weeks, was strong. Uh, They just straight up ran out of money with the AAF. The XFL has got better branding. uh, And if you remember, in the only season of the original version of the XFL in 2001, the champions were Tommy Maddox in the Los Angeles Extreme so technically, these Los Angeles Wildcats are defending champs with, you know, 19 years of between. <laughs> so let's see if the Wildcats can pick up where the extreme left off. And the Wildcats, they make their debut this Saturday, Chris. They are taking on June Jones and the Houston Roughnecks. This one is from Houston, Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to give them a line here. But as we know, Chris, when it's a new league, no one knows Anything about anything. This is basically saying Josh Johnson, starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Wildcats, is questionable. He's not practiced all week. He has a thigh injury. That's what that five and a half means to me. Or, you know, some combination of of him being questionable, maybe not playing, and, of course, Houston having two to three points worth of home field advantage. Uh, But I don't think you can actually outright say, um, you know, this this team is, is definitely five and a half to six point favorites over the Wildcats. It is worth noting, though. 
The Roughnecks have June Jones, who is was a very successful collegiate head coach with, of course, Hawaii. They can score a lot of points. Uh, and and uh, the head coach for Los Angeles is Houston Moss. He was linebackers coach under Mike McCarthy for the Packers for many years. An old friend, Norm Chow, is the offensive coordinator Norm Chow, uh, all right. for the Wildcats. So this should be fun. We don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Wildcats, Josh Johnson. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give my pick right here. I'm going to go ahead and take the underdog. I think the line is built in with Josh Johnson's questionable tag. He may play, and so you get free value there. If he doesn't play, uh, it's going to be one of either Jalen McClendon or Chad Knopf starting for the Wildcats. And uh, I like here not just the Wildcats at plus five and a half or plus six, whatever you can get, but I also like teasing them and then taking the under. As we've seen new teams, new leagues, it's happened with the AAF last year as well. These teams can struggle to score and move the football. Now, you do have June Jones, of course. He's an offensive-minded coach. Houston Moss, though, for the, the Wildcats, is a defensive-minded head coach. So I do think we're going to see this, uh, you know, get off to a slow start on Saturday. So I like both the Wildcats, the underdog, the hometown team. I also like the under. We don't have a line for that yet, but if you could find it, just blindly take the under because this is what always happens. These teams cannot score early on, and then you see two to three weeks in, those line uh, odds makers will surge the lines artificially way down, and that's when you can start pouncing on the overs. So cyclically, that's the right strategy here. I'm taking both the Wildcats and the under. What are your thoughts here? Wildcats at Roughnecks Saturday afternoon in all the XFL games. I believe at least this one is on Fox. I want to know if June Jones is going to be wearing a lay when he's uh, when he's coaching. I can only sure. picture him wearing his wearing his giant lay uh, when he was coaching Hawaii. Uh, missed opportunity, I think, here for LA. Really, Wildcats. That's that's I what know, we, right? we went with Wildcats. Um, this was a perfect opportunity to strike fear into the hearts of your opponents and be the LA traffic. I don't know why we didn't do that. I come on XFL, come on WWE. Like this, this story writes itself. Uh, yeah. Quite disappointed in that. Uh, we we agree. Um, we said this actually at the beginning of the NFL season. Is and even I think it's doubly so for a league like this. Defense is going to be ahead of the offense. Um, I'm sure they've practiced for a few weeks, but it's just once you get a game speed, it's going to take these guys a minute. Uh, and I'll definitely take the points. Uh, I was seeing Wildcats plus six, minus 110. I'll happily do that. Quarterback situation doesn't mean anything to me. I'd actually, it wouldn't be bad if he got ruled out. Maybe they get a few more points because uh, I still think it's a complete crapshoot anyway. But um, I think the odds are going to be steady. I think everywhere is going to be minus 110, minus 105, somewhere in there. I don't think it's going to vary greatly. But if you do, if you see something offsides, if you see a good value, if you can find even money on anything, over, under, anything in between, grab it. Mm -hmm. uh, because as Sam said, no one has a clue. Uh, no, no one knows, knows anything about it. Anything. Yeah, no one knows. So <laughs> this is a perfect speculation. Yeah. Yep. You buy strictly on the best sale price you can get here. Absolutely. It should be a lot of fun. We'll know a lot more, obviously, after week one. A lot of people have done fantasy leagues. I have not, which I kind of regret. That's like XFL a true, fantasy, huh? That's a true badge of degenerate honor is to do. I, I did do an AAF fantasy league last year. That <laughs> oh, man. Very quickly. So uh, for all you XFL fantasy participants out there, uh, good luck. This is going to be a lot of fun. D'Angelo Henderson is a roughneck. Uh, he you know, was supposed to be a great player for both the Broncos and Jets. He was awesome in college. So. I'm sure he was a top pick. Uh, but we're both in agreement here. Go Wildcats. Good luck to the, the last Los Angeles team playing uh, this year. Well, I mean, I don't know how you really want to say it because uh, the Rams and Chargers will come yeah, back right. next this calendar year. But 
go go ahead and watch it on Fox. Go yeah. go and support the hometown team. I'm, and, I'm gonna watch it. I, guess where they're playing. Guess where their their home their home field is. Chris. Oh man, is it is it health field? It is dignity. <laughs> health sports park, our favorite, where the Chargers used to play. Get on down there. <laughs> Get on down to Dignity Health Sports Park. Support Houston Moss and the Los Angeles Wildcats. We're going to move on and talk about Los Angeles basketball. But first, it's, we're going to talk about our sponsor for today, and that is Manscaped.com, the new Lawnmower 3.0 launch. Breaking news, Chris. This is an important public service announcement brought to you by Manscaped.com. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team, which is a real thing, has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer of all time. And I can say that with confidence, Chris, because they're the only ball hair trimmer that I've ever heard of. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping trimmer is now available for purchase. Keep it clean. Keep it fresh. Stay ready. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, just like Believe Podcast. And as always, your balls will thank you. True. All right. (laughs) Now that we've talked about that, the ball trimmer, we're going to talk about basketballs going into the hoop and we're going to talk about the nba trade deadline went through today the clippers were very active the lakers stand pat of course it was the uh the sweepstakes for marcus morris both the clippers and the lakers very much wanted to trade with the knicks the lakers were not able to get it done they could not find a trade for kyle kuzma they, they found suitable but the clippers do acquire marcus morris and isaiah thomas they bolster their bench marcus morris of course last year was excellent in the postseason. He's a dynamic offensive player, of course, is one of the twins, Nemours twins, from Kansas. Now, they gave up Mo Harkless, their 2020 first-round pick, and Jerome Robinson. So they gave up quite a bit for Marcus yep. Morris and Isaiah Thomas, but this should help them quite a bit, Chris, throughout the postseason. They have a dynamic 9- or 10-man rotation now. They're very deep. Defensively, they can pick up the slack for guys like Isaiah Thomas and Marcus Morris. And these are two dynamic scores off the bench here. What were your thoughts from the NBA trade dialing, including, of course, the Clippers getting the big fish and the Lakers not doing anything? Uh, yeah, good for the – I think the Clippers are smart to – there wasn't any kind of passivity. They just completely threw their chips on the table, and it's smart. And even more than the playoffs, I think this is one of those things that, that helps with the load management, right? Uh, you get a couple – you get your bench a little deeper. You don't mind giving Kawhi that extra night off or having him play 10 less minutes a game or something like that. And I think that's where the real value is going to lie. Um, and – it's these guys, especially when you go to a good team, everybody seems to play a little bit harder, right? I think you're going to see Thomas and Morris really, really step it up, really play hard on their new team. Uh, it's going to buy them valuable rest minutes for the for the rest of the team and get them get them fresh and ready for the playoffs, which I think is is ultimately where this is going to help. And uh, Morris, I think, considers himself a little bit of a tough guy, and uh, you know you might need some of that. It could be coming and uh, helpful in the playoffs. So. Uh, good for the Clippers. Little surprise, the Lakers didn't find something to happen, but I'm sure they'll be very active uh, picking up the expiring contract. You know, Bio player market. heap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll be all over that. You know, they'll run like four guys. Uh, you know, it'll be like a Joakim Noah sighting or something like that on the Lakers. <laughs> um, the one thing I want to add is there was a news outlet that described Clint Capella as a superstar. 
what the hell is that about? Clint Capella, not even close. Maybe to in Switzerland, where, where yeah, he's from. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in Switzerland. Definitely not here. Definitely not in basketball. He's a pretty good player. Yes, um, he's a solid player. Uh, you know, a, a fourth best player on a championship team, something like that. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, so, you see the Rockets trade him, certainly. But uh, this is not more... to for the Clippers to get the, the wing player they desired in Marcus Morris. And, it, and it's rumored that they will not keep Isaiah Thomas. But if they do, uh, he's a nice bench score to have off the bench. Uh, but more importantly for the Clippers, they blocked the Lakers from acquiring Marcus Morris. And so you'll see this a lot in baseball as well, where a team will just acquire players with the specific intention of blocking the team that they expect to see down the road in the postseason. Certainly the Clippers have to think the Lakers are going to be the team that they face somewhere along the road. So this is not just an addition, but it's also something that you're doing that makes uh, prevents your opponent, your rival, from getting even better. Now, the Lakers are obviously rumored to be favorites for J.R. Smith on the bio market, for Darren Collison. He's uh, LA native, Darren Collison, at Etiwanda High School grad, and of course, UCLA former player, uh, Darren Collison. And if that's the case, those are going to be much better than anything they could have gotten here on the trade market to me. Uh, but it was a little bit weird to see the Lakers not, not do anything. But sometimes it's difficult to get trades done. It's the first time uh, in Rob Polinka's tenure the Lakers actually have not made a trade deadline deal. We saw a lot of fireworks today, including Andre Drummond, <laughs> go from Detroit to Cleveland, poor guy. Uh, but not, not <laughs> nothing that really shakes the rest of the league like this trade uh, for Marcus Morris going to the Clippers. Now, as we mentioned, we're recording this Thursday evening, February 6th. It's about 6.30. Um, so both the Clippers and the Lakers are in action this evening. The Lakers are taking on those aforementioned Houston Rockets. That's on TNT in about an hour. They've won two straight after dropping back-to-back games, of course, uh, in between Kobe Bryant uh, tragically passed away. Uh, and the Clippers are also in action this evening. They're taking on uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who acquired D'Angelo Russell today for Andrew Wiggins. So they're going to be, uh, excuse me, that game's not until Saturday. So uh, that, that game is on Saturday. Both UCLA and USC are in action <clears throat> this evening. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about SC right now. They're in the first half. We won't spoil the score for you, uh, but they're trailing right now against Arizona in the first half. This is a big weekend for them, Chris. They take on Arizona and Arizona State, both on the road. They're still 17-5, and 6-3 and three overall in conference. They're coming off of a blowout loss at home last Saturday to the Colorado Buffaloes. They need to start stringing together some impressive wins. Uh, otherwise, they're not going to be left out of the tournament, but you don't want to be an 8-9 seed with the season like they've had so far. No, definitely not. And I'm actually, thank God, conference play is underway. I'm sick and tired of these wild lines um, between conference games and just the bookmakers have no idea what to do. And either I win a bet by 20, (laughs) I win a bet by 25 or I lose it by 25, which is, uh, I don't know. It makes me somehow when I win, I don't really care. But when I lose, I'm just absolutely furious that they, you know, the over, I, I missed the over by 50 points and it's not even close. Um, But yeah, this is, uh, I think, especially as a guy who I'm sure you follow Big Ten basketball very close in Wisconsin, um, that you get some really good college basketball. If you're looking for a sports fix, uh, definitely tune in and watch these interconference games. It's it's endless action every night from October all the way through March and into early April. So it's a great sport to to really be an expert and to bet on, but it's also a very difficult sport to be an expert in. Uh, just because of how much volume is at play. So uh, really important for USC. Moving on to the UCLA Bruins out of Westwood. Uh, They went through a tough midseason stretch as they tried to establish the culture there under new head coach Mick Cronin. Uh, But since then, they've won four out of five games with their only loss coming on the road uh, to the Oregon Ducks, who were number 12 at the time. They're obviously also in the desert this weekend. They're playing some 
far better ball. They're 12 and 10, 5 and 4 in conference. It does not appear like they will make a tournament appearance this year, but it does appear like they're starting to really take the personality of their head coach, Mick Cronin. They're playing good defense. I think there's a lot of optimism for this program moving forward. What do you think? Yeah, it, does it? I don't know. It feels like it's been a while, like for UCLA. Like I can't remember the last time so many. Maybe I'm just I'm projecting and what I've heard about the football team and what I know about it. But I just feel like it's been a minute since UCLA basketball has had a lot of excitement around it. Um, and I hope they give Cronin a chance to to build a program and uh, mm-hmm. get the guys that he wants and recruit the guys that he wants because. UCLA basket, you know, it's like uh, you want the Lakers to be good. You want the Celtics. You want the Knicks. God, the Knicks haven't been good in a million years, right? UCLA is one of those teams you want to be good. Uh, Notre Dame football, uh, things like that that are just better for the sports landscape. And I I hope to see uh, UCLA back there in primetime games making noise. Well, they're playing good ball as of now. They're taking on Arizona State this evening. So, again, we're recording this Thursday, February 6th, about 6.30, all four L.A. basketball teams are in action on Saturday. Unfortunately, we were not able to find any look-ahead lines, as they're obviously, except for the Clippers, all in action this evening. So we will try to break down as much college basketball NBA lines as we can, but of course, we don't want to speculate on what the lines will be. All we can tell you is the Lakers are playing much better basketball off. They kind of put some of the emotion behind last week behind them. The Clippers are going to be surging. They're probably going to be expensive over the next couple of games as people are excited about the new addition of Marcus Morris. UCLA is playing hot. Continue to bet them. And, and FC is kind of a, a, uh, a work in progress. We'll see exactly how they go there. Any final thoughts here, Chris? This is episode 34 of Believe in Betting LA. We've moved past the NFL season into XFL season, college basketball, and NBA season. XFL, feel the excitement. Uh, actually, uh, funny enough, just uh, as you were finishing up there, I went ahead and put a bet down on the Wildcats because why Let's not? Let's go, baby. I'm feeling, just, just feeling lucky. So uh, I put my money where my mouth is uh, and will actually be, I don't know, I've never, I've definitely never bet on an XFL football game. So this will be a first. <laughs> Well, you were in college, right? Last time the XFL was in, in season, I was eleven uh, years old. I was, uh, yeah, I was still in high school. I was still in high school, okay. but I remember. You're not, you're not that old. You just I'm not that old. Yeah, not a million national um, anthem from the, the NHL All Star game. That, that's the only reason you're old to me. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> it was memorable. You'll watch it. You know. <laughs> um, but definitely give the XFL a chance. You'll be surprised at how many names you recognize. Not just coaches, coaches, but players as well. There's there's a lot of really good players. Uh, that you'll be familiar with, not just from NFL, but college football and, and all the way, in, uh, you know, coaches that have that have done some really, really big things uh, over the years. I mean, just in this game alone, we got June Jones and Norm Chow. It's pretty incredible. So give it a try. Wildcats Roughnecks, that's Saturday afternoon on Fox. Well, that was episode 34 of Believe in Betting LA for the Believe Podcast Network. For Stag Capital, for Chris Lewart, I'm Sam Maxwell. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.